Hey everybody, welcome to the inaugural edition of A Gamer Looks at 40. My name is Bill Tucker, and the journey begins. Uh, we are starting out on this year-long retrospective of the history of games as told by the people who lived it. Um, this is going to be a series of stories, and the first story I chose to tell um is an odd one. This is like a litmus test to see if this project is actually going to work because it might not. This might just be a time capsule for myself and you know maybe my kids to listen to in 20 years, see what old dad was doing back in 2021 and um, my history with video games and your history as well. We all have these stories that make up the personal side of this medium that we all love. Um, the first episode features my best friend, Joe Coro. Uh, we've been friends for 30 years. He's my brother from another mother. Every major milestone of my life was experienced with him in some way or form. And video games were the glue and are the glue that um, continue to keep our friendship together and um, keep our friendship strong. And this is the story of us seeing a little film in 1989 featuring a small game that was coming out, featuring or starring uh, the, the kid from the Wonder Years. So uh, join me and Joey, because we're off to see the wizard. Now, video Armageddon. It's going to take a lot of guts. You can do it! A little magic. You're And... The Wizard, Fred Savage. The Wizard. All right, now before we get started with the uh, interview itself, I wanted to provide a little bit of context as to um, what The Wizard is, right? Because maybe you've only seen the movie in memes, you know, Power Glove memes. Maybe you've never seen the movie at all. Maybe you've never even heard of it. And you're checking out the show for the first time, completely blind. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, but The Wizard is a 1989 film starring Fred Savage from The Wonder Years. And it's about a young boy named Jimmy whose sister dies from a drowning incident. And two years after the incident, he is really struggling. He doesn't speak much. He doesn't interact with people. He's very quiet. And it's kind of sad, to be perfectly honest. Uh, and his parents, fearful for how their son is dealing with this, think he should be put in an institution. That is the film's word. That is not my word. In 1989, y'all, institutions. I guess that was still a thing. Um, but they decide to place him into a facility to help him deal with these um, issues. His brother, Corey, played by Fred Savage, says, No, my brother is great. And they run away to Destination Unknown. I forget where they're going. Along the way, they meet a young girl named Haley. And then the three of them kind of go on this adventure as their parents try to get him and bring him home. Along the way, they learn that Jimmy is amazing at video games. Like, unbelievably good. Uh, he got 50000 on Double Dragon, which I don't even remember if that's really a thing. But, you know, who knows? So realizing Jimmy has these gifts, they decide to go to Video Armageddon, a video game competition where the grand prize is $50,000. Uh, the girl wants to go because 
it's $50,000, and Corey wants to go because it'll prove to his parents that Jimmy is okay. He's just struggling, right? He just needs love and support. He doesn't need to become a, a ward of the state. Um, this movie is kind of sad, kind of creepy. It's not really for kids. Like, the movie that's built around the Nintendo commercials is very dramatic. It's not terribly fun. Um, and like I said, it's pretty sad. Um, there's about maybe maybe 15 minutes of game footage in the entire film. But as kids, that's what we were there for. And we were absolutely there for the reveal of Super Mario Brothers 3. And that is where Joey and I's conversation takes off. Let's have a listen. Do you remember the hype of Mario 3? Because let me just set this up a little bit. Mario showed up. Super Mario Brothers showed up with the NES. Nobody knew it was coming, and it felt like a bomb. Like, it just blew up everywhere. Kids fell in love. It introduced a generation of kids to video games. Mario 2 shows up. People forget how big of a deal Mario 2 was when it came out. It was a sequel to Super Mario Brothers. You could not get a copy of it for right. months That's upon right. months solid upon year. months. Almost, yeah, a solid year. I got it, yeah, at least probably at least six to nine months after it was released. It was the first game I ever bought with my own money. Um, oh, that's Mario great. 2. Yeah, I love Mario 2. To this day, I still think Mario 2 does some things better than Mario 3. Yeah, yes. you're right. I think it does some stuff better. Um, so Mario 3 comes out now, right? And this is... This no one has seen. Remember, think about it. We're got the era of Nintendo Power, right? There's no internet. There's no real commercials for it. There's no teasers. The only thing you've ever seen of this game was probably in maybe a screenshot of a magazine that your parents <laughs> probably didn't give you a subscription for, unless you were mine, um, right? So sure. then you get this movie called The Wizard. Yeah, a pretty bad. Let's just say what it is. It's not a very good movie, and all. Yeah, it's not good. I, I get. I get. Uh, uh, I get. Ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's not objectively a good movie per se, right? It's a. It's a commercial for Nintendo. Yes, that's true. Which it's it's a great commercial for Nintendo. That's right. You know, it's got some memeable moments. You know, I'm so so rad or bad. I forget they have the power glove. But <clears throat> do you remember? You and I went to see the wizard together. Did that's we right. Not? Yes. Okay. Do you remember? Because I want to piece together the story of us as as best best buds going to see the wizard in anticipation of Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, sure. So it was uh, it was a birthday party. It was Paul's, um, and uh, I, there was no one. The Dave, Mark, nobody was there. There was the four. It was. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark was there. It was you, me, Mark. And Paul Willie, um, and our parents, obviously, and that that was that was awesome. We went to Pizza Hut. That was the that was the birthday. I don't know if you remember that Paul threw up. He threw I was going to say, is that the one that he threw up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time. He he's complaining was... about his stuff. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. He's this complaining. Is, this is literally for the two of us, but y'all just have to deal with it. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's, he's complaining, complaining about... about his stomach the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna throw up you're gonna throw up and my mother's yelling at me joseph stop stop he's like everyone's throw ignoring up. him yeah he's not gonna throw up stop people are eating stop you're saying that loud like he's gonna oh your stomach hurts <laughs> and the kids this kid's gotta go to the bathroom green. 
We he goes to the bathroom. We turn the next <laughs> the next second. He's standing there with his hands out, throw up all over the place, vomit everywhere uh, on the floor, uh, everywhere. I, I mean, for a small kid, scrawny kid. I mean, it was everywhere. It was like a faucet. Half his body was filled with vomit, evidently. <laughs> and the mothers are all mothers. Uh, they're great. They, they, they clean them up. Yeah. yeah. And, um, right. So then, so then, yeah. After Pizza Hut, we go, we go see the wizard, and but um, not not even intestinal intestinal distress would keep PJ from that's going. Right. To see the wizard. That's right. He was turning green. Like he, 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 this wasn't good. But yeah, so we we uh, we cleaned him up and brought him, um, or I guess our parents brought him over to the Allwood, if Correct. memory serves. In That's Clifton. right. Very good. Yeah. We so we go to the Allwood, um, and it's the parents and the four of us: you, me, Mark, and Paul. And um, I I have a great I have a soft spot for that movie. Uh, you're you're not wrong. You're you're majority here. I'm definitely the mino- minority. Um, that movie's panned, um, but uh, I like it. I I, I de- I'm a big defender of it on online forums and message boards. I I think I think it's great. I and now as an adult, I see it as a very different way as a child. But that's what we're talking about right now. You know how we saw it as yeah. a child, and and I was hooked. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I mean, as a kid, it was forget it, was it. Amazing. Amazing. Because it, it was it was it was Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was Shakespeare. It was. Uh, it was us on the screen. Yeah. We saw kids like us. Yes. Into games on the screen. That's right. And that was enough. And then, of course, you have the big reveal of video Armageddon. Yes. And you have the giant reveal of seeing Super Mario Brothers 3 for yes. the first time in motion. Super Mario Brothers 3! To your station! You have 10 minutes, and the player with the most points wins! Um, I, I, I've had this experience a number of times in my gaming career, and I believe what my emotion was at that time was, oh God, it'll never get better than this. Yes, correct. It'll never get better than this. This is, this is the pinnacle. It's a shame there's no such thing as camcorders or, you know, back then, live reaction, uh, but you could hear it. There was an audible gasp, um, there was stirring in the audience. I'm completely confused because again I'm Sega, but I I see, I see everyone else's reaction, and now I'm, wow, I'm I'm into this too, and yeah, Bill's right. There's a whole, you know, ten minute segment. It, it, the movie builds like a crescendo to that yep. point, and uh, there's a ten minute segment where we're just playing Mario three. You know, we we become nothing. The viewer becomes nothing but viewing this this experience watching this boy who's got autism i forget um playing playing mario 3 it's amazing amazing it is it's it was such an experience and it wasn't just a it wasn't just a um you know a trailer for a game right right it was kids playing it that's right they were 
playing it competitively and you have the music yes. going and there's the little knights on the little TV screen, you know, showing how many points they had for yep. whatever yep. MacGuffin reason to win the game. <laughs> it even showed you secrets, if I'm not mistaken. It showed you how to find the warp, warp, first warp whistle. That's correct. <laughs> in the castle, that's the truth. In the, yeah, in the first fortress. I mean, <laughs> it, I remember just being in awe. I remember walking out of that theater almost floating. Yep. Just feeling that's euphoric. Right. Like, I need this. I need this. You talk about being addicted to something. Please put this in my vein yeah, right now. That's right. You're right. Um, and do you remember they gave us a, a little wizard book? It was a book from from the movie. It had like some stills in it, and it had it was like a basically a catalog of yeah. Nintendo products. Nintendo, that's right. It's it's like hey, we got you guys yeah, all Christmas is in four months. We got you guys all juiced up on Mario. Here's how you can buy this and more: the power glove. Here you go. I think it's really a testament. They really did some good stuff. And man, that that wizard experience. I did PJ, eat, did PJ eat any popcorn? Considering he threw up all his pizza. No, you think he, 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 he like didn't reloaded? need a kernel. He didn't need a crumb <laughs> of anything for the remainder of the time. Interesting story. Where did uh, we go? I'll question you. This is just for you and me. So we yeah. go to the Pizza Hut. Yes. Then we go see the wizard. Yes. Where do we go afterwards? Do you remember where we went afterwards? No, I don't think I do. We went to an open lot. We went to just, it wasn't even a field. Just to run around and wrestle and bump shoulders and i don't even know what we were doing the parents just like we, we were tired of sitting in the car sitting in pizza hut sitting for a two-hour movie we went to this open field this open it was like half field and half pavement and just literally free roam we, we, we were running <laughs> we, we were running we were running around no ball us... no nothing no brains nothing just just running around <laughs> Running, so they they let us go feral. Yeah. Like they let us. <laughs> yes. We're running. We're bu we're bumping shoulders. I I to this day I bust my mother's chops. Like what was that about? Like we were just running and bumping shoulders and just running and playing tag and what yeah. was that about? She's like you you just you were tired of sitting. You you were you were stir yeah. crazy. You were fighting in the car and we just pulled over. Uh, yeah. Well, I can see that because again, we're all juiced up on Mario and Video Armageddon yeah, and, and Coca Cola. Drive home uh, sure, and yeah. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like just pull over to a lot. Hey, no one owns this piece of land. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that last bit had nothing to do with the wizard, but it had everything to do about us as kids. Like I said in the interview, the lot was enough. All we did, and I don't remember this. This is a completely a Joey recollection. I don't remember this, but I can totally see us running around in an empty field, dodging broken bottles, just being kids. And what that reminds me of is how important play is and how as adults, we lose that. That goes away thanks to time and responsibilities and just life in general. My son is four years old and he loves to play. He loves to just run around the backyard or ride his bike. He dreams up these crazy scenarios. He, he imagined last week um, that 
we were fighting the weed people, and I was the king somehow, and we had to defend the realm from the weed people, and I, that's so cool to watch how innocent that is, and how vital that is to grow, and, and I don't long for those days. I don't want to be 10 again. I really don't. But I do long for the freedom of play. As for The Wizard, video games don't make good movies for a variety of reasons. Video games are a interactive medium, uh, while movies are passive. You spend at least six to eight hours with a game, you spend two hours with a movie, and it's just play. Games are meant to be played. No matter how cinematic a game gets, or how great the scripts become, or the voice acting, it's all, it's all about it being in your hands. But The Wizard is unique in what it represented. It wasn't a reimagining of a game. It wasn't Assassin's Creed on the screen or Doom on the screen. It was representing the joy of play. The youthful joy of your hands on a controller enjoying a game. And it represented the promise of a long-awaited title in a storied franchise. And it kind of helps that it was hyping up one of the greatest games ever made. Thank you so much for listening to the inaugural edition of A Gamer Looks at 40. If you enjoy the show, check us out on Twitter at A Gamer Looks at 40. Also, if you feel so inclined, drop a like or a review or a star. I don't know how it works um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast of choice. Uh, but definitely uh, do us a favor or leave us a review would be greatly appreciated. And we will talk to you next time on A Gamer Looks at 40.